Welcome to Kick Some ADHD, the podcast for professionals and business owners who struggle to stay focused and get the important stuff done. We'll help you understand how to maximize the unique advantages that come with ADHD and learn ways to keep the struggles and negative impacts at bay. Now, here are your hosts, ADHD coach for professionals, Dana Rayburn, and digital marketing strategist, David Johnson. All right, Dana, last week we talked about like things to live by and, and now we, we it's time for us to do the thing again where we kick some ADHD, David. You know, I was talking to myself earlier and um, I have some interesting conversations with myself. Do you? I, I bet you do. I <laughs> bet you do. You weren't taking that bait. Uh, no, I wasn't. Oh, that's great. <laughs> so, David, what were you saying to yourself? Is that what you wanted me to say? No, no. I thought you were going to admit that you talked to yourself, too, and then I was going to feel better about oh, myself. Oh, I talk to myself all the time. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's why I have dogs, because it seems like I'm talking to dogs instead of myself, because it's this constant chatter. Oh, However, that's a good that's idea. a different podcast yeah. topic. You know, but one of the things that I have loved about you from the moment I met you is that I heard you talk about yourself, talk to yourself, and you called yourself such nice things. And I was like, oh my gosh, that is so sweet. Like, I wish I could talk to myself that way, but I don't. <laughs> well, David, dearest, I have not always talked to myself nicely. Okay. Well. This took a lot of years of a lot of work. Oh my gosh, but it's so nice. Yeah. Like it's like life goals. Someday I will talk to myself as nicely as Dana talks to herself. And How about if we start on that pathway today, David Johnson? I I mean, I like it. I really do, and I have already adopted some of your your self-talk because this is something from, you know, a recent episode where I was like, "Really, Dana?" <laughs> <laughs> So I'm, I'm using that now. So I figure maybe that gives me a head start. If I think about myself as Dana, maybe I'll talk to myself nicely. <laughs> maybe I'll talk to yourself nicer. <laughs> okay. Okay. So David, to, to set the foundation. So today is module, excuse me, this is not the success club. Today is episode number 49, 49. self-talk sabotage. And I wanted to just step back from that before we get into it and take a minute to talk about what I consider the inner game of ADHD. Yeah. And this is, I think last week or the week before I mentioned that, um, that I'm still working on stuff with ADHD. You know, the time management's pretty good. The organizing's pretty good. You know, the, the good enough. You know, things, the way my life runs mostly is good enough. And then there's this whole nother level to take. And that to me is what I call the inner game of ADHD. Okay. And it's managing my emotions, managing my overall well-being. Um, part of managing our ADHD is making sure that we're bringing our best self, our happiest, most open, available self to doing the work we need to do. And that starts with talking to ourselves. Yeah, and and not talking to ourselves the way that I have done it for so long. <laughs> And the way that I hear clients talk about themselves and talk to themselves all the time. Yeah. This is, this is, becomes very aware to me, and especially in the private coaching calls when it's people are very, um, very, very open with how they think and what they're saying to themselves. 
So yeah. I think of that inner game of ADHD as I call it protecting your bubble. I protect my bubble and I need to protect and my bubble is the is the person who's happy and available as positive as possible and this is not Pollyanna. Okay. This is not an ostrich hiding my head in the sand. Yeah, stuff happens. Sadness happens. Illness, death, you know, bad things happen. However, it's being able to emotionally deal with those and keeping as much of this the sadness and the downness out of my personal bubble as possible because if I'm sad, if I'm down, if I'm depressed, if I'm negative, I can't do the work that I need to do. Yeah. So I, I love this visual of a bubble. Um, I, I love that visual. And I, and I think that makes a lot of sense. I, I haven't ever thought about that in that way before. Yeah. You're so probably going to see smoke now. I am. He's looking <laughs> off into the distance and the smoke. Yeah, so I consider it because I love, have always loved that visual. I don't know if I got it from someone else or if I made it up. But anyway, I call it protecting my bubble. And I protect my bubble from outside things, from negative negativity, from pe negative people, from spears being thrown and popping my bubble, from um, outside influences, too much news, you know, the sensationalism and then the it's so easy to get just lost in 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 sadness and despair about the world it is because yeah that's what the news does yeah and this so um, so again like last year last two years really i've stayed away from facebook for example like right. i do not use it as an individual user i manage right. some pages and i'm involved in that from the business side but personally no i don't because well for all the reasons it doesn't matter we all know what they are but that has made such a big difference. And also during the election cycle last year, I just avoided the news. I there, there, The only way it seemed like either side could get a message across was to inflame emotions and yes. just so much anger and rage. And I felt all those emotions when yes. I was exposed to it. And so I just I really sheltered myself from it. But I I wouldn't have thought of, I was just doing it for my mental health, so to speak, like because mm -hmm. I just was like, ah, I'm at tilt, you know, already. But um, but doing you're talking about doing this on an ongoing daily, like all the time, not just not just oh, yeah. during the times when you're feeling terrible. Yeah, because if you're letting those outside influences pierce your bubble, create maybe a black if deflate your bubble or a cloud of black smoke inside of your bubble, you can't do the things that you need to do. We're up against enough as it is with ADHD. Yeah without letting other things influence us without any control. So I'm not saying never listen to the news. Sure. I'm not saying don't be aware of what's going in, on in the world. Don't, you know, have no opinions. Just ignore it all. That's not what I'm talking about. It's controlling it. Yeah. You're talking about actually keeping it from getting to the point where it touches your emotions in a way that causes you to, to, to spiral downward or, or yep. be negatively affected by it. Exactly. Exactly. Interesting. And then, so the outside, protecting okay. from the outside. And that's also negative people, people sure. who are critical or to, who bring me down or who, you know, I have let go of friends. I've let go of or wh who I thought were friends because I just realized, no, I spend time with them and I leave it feeling worse. I don't and, need that. And that can be a very hard decision to make, but sometimes you have to remove 
And sometimes yeah. it's not that they're an evil person. Sometimes it's no. the combination of you and them produces this this thing, and, and they might not produce that same thing in someone else. And you just have to yeah. recognize this is not working, and we gotta we got to cut it out. Right. That's right. hard. So the other part of the bubble is protecting the inside of our bubble oh boy. from ourselves. And that's what we're talking about today. Yeah. And that starts with the self-talk. And what I'm calling is the self-talks that sabotages our ADHD. Yeah. I Yeah. I, sadly, I don't need a lot of help from the outside. No. <laughs> to, and uh, most of us don't. Right. Yikes. But I like this idea of the inner game and the bubble. Like, this is going to, I'm going to have to process this for a while. But we can continue to show. I, I don't mean that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do we need to stop? No, 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 no. Um, there is a lot more to this topic and this idea than the self-talk sabotage. However, that's where we're going to start. Yeah. Okay. That's, that makes sense. And um, the inner game, it's, it's, a, it's a big ask. It's, yeah. it's work. And, and I think for most of the people who listen, we're having you do other stuff right now, too. You know, we're, I'm more want you to more aware that I want you to manage your time better, to be able to be on time better, to be able to be better organized, to be able to have the personal systems and structures in place so your life goes more smoothly. Yeah. But, you, but, but this becomes a, a piece that we work on. Oh, and, gosh, yes. And it, I think... I, like I, I'm really starting to get this idea, Dana. You've 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 managed, I think, to to convey this over enough episodes of this show and, and previous work we've done together. This is something I'm going to move a little bit. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna try to make this perfect today, nor any of those other things we talked about, right? Time management or tasks or to do lists or whatever, right? I'm just gonna move it forward a little bit, and and that's my expectation. I'm not gonna fix it. I'm just gonna move it forward a little bit, and if I keep doing that after time. Right? All the things will be better. <laughs> yes, all the things will be better. And it starts little bits at a time and moving it forward a little bit at a time. And today, we're going to start with that idea of the self-talk. Yeah. Self-talk. So, I thought, oh, that seems pretty obvious. But then I decided, no, self. You probably need to maybe explain what self-talk is. It's our... Running commentary, the discussions we have with ourselves, the chatter, the things that we say to ourselves. Yeah. And often with ADHD, and other people do this too, it's not just us, but I want us to be more aware of it because basically this is my, my posse, my people, and I, my community, and I want us to be the best we possibly can be and the happiest we can possibly be but also we got a heck of a lot of other work that we need to do and when you sabotage yourself with negative self-talk it's harder to do that other work yeah it really is yeah because you can cut your own legs out from underneath you gosh quickly yeah right and one of the things that i just like to think about is would you talk to a friend like you talk to yourself Heck David, no. would you talk to me like you? No, talk to yourself? not in a million years, Dana. I actually like you. <laughs> like, uh, sorry, but maybe I should. Maybe I revealed too much information here. I, <laughs> yeah. I, okay, so therapy, David. More therapy. Yeah. No, anyway, it's it's yeah, but you wouldn't. So okay, darn it, David, you did it again. I'm sorry. Um, that's okay. Um, no, it's what. 
thinking about how you talk to other people and would you talk to yourself I mean, to a friend like to a friend you that way. Yourself. And no, the truth is, there the, the things that I tend to think about myself and say. We, and, 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 uh, the self talk is not always out loud. It's not. We're not always verbal. Oh no, we're not. No, it's not allowed. It's a, it's internal chatter. A lot of times, yeah. Sometimes it comes out out loud. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Like, oh my god, I'm a moron, right? But um, the uh, it's that internal stuff. And no, I wouldn't say that because to someone because I would I would be concerned about how it might affect them. Yeah. Exactly. And yet. <laughs> and yet. And you should, I wish you could see the face he's making people. Um, anyway, but you talk to yourself like that. I do. So yeah. then we've got some work to do. Yeah. Yeah. And I actually so what think. Are some, yeah. Go oh, ahead. Sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. No, I was go, just going to say, go, I think go. this is better than it used to be for me. I, I, I think somewhere along the line, I, I started to catch on, like, maybe that's not the greatest thing for me to do, but I still, I still know that so much of my internal dialogue is negative about myself specifically. Yeah. yeah. So you just said one. I'm such a moron. I did. Yeah. That's one of my go-to. Uh, like, you know, yeah. Or or I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. <laughs> idiot and um, moron. Those seem to be my choice terms. I hear, I just didn't, I've been think, track, kind of tracking this just in the last uh, few days with clients because we, I knew we were going to do this pod. I've heard I'm so stupid. I've heard I'm a failure. I can't do anything right. I've heard I'm so lazy. Yeah. Mm, really? Would you say that to someone that you care about? No, maybe, I, maybe you would. <laughs> and that's a whole different conversation. Yeah. Right. Maybe. Maybe yeah. you're just mean. No. But. But, yeah. but I don't think any of us would, though. I mean, you know, some of us. I guess there are people who would just say. You know, the people that things. attract are attracted to us and our work aren't like that. I think that's I just true. Don't, I don't even want to believe it. I agree. Like I agree. Okay. I agree. The problem with negative self-talk is we believe it it's true we believe it and i heard something years and years ago that when you say something mean and negative to yourself you have to you have to um say like five nice things about yourself in a row really fast just to because we're dealing we're dealing with our subconscious here yeah and we believe well <laughs> it's true it's true in general you know if you think about when you hear bad news or you hear good news, which one sticks, right? Yeah. The, the, the old saying with the with the news media was, if it bleeds, it leads. You know, like yep. if it, if it's bad news, man, that's what people want to consume. And so it's the, that's the, the same thing is true. I mean, we're we're the same people, <laughs> so we're gonna hear the negative stuff and we're we're gonna ignore the more positive stuff. So I do yep. think it takes more. But I also yeah. like from sales years ago in sales training. One of the things that you would learn is that the, if you ask more questions, you close more sales. And why is that? Because instead of you saying the thing, the prospect says the thing. And when they hear themselves say it, they believe it. When they hear you say it, you're a salesperson. They don't believe you, but they believe right. it when they say it. And that's exactly what we're dealing with here as well. We say it, and we not only, not only do we say it because we believe it, but then we say it, and then we believe it because we said it. <laughs> right? It's like I've this. never thought of it like that, but is very very true yeah, it's a cycle David, right. and it feeds itself it's a cycle yeah it's a cycle and and we get enough shoulds we get enough crap from other people we don't need to give it to ourselves that's we true right it makes it harder to stay motivated it makes it harder to handle your adhd um it makes it harder to manage your adhd with s skill and success yeah it does 
And I, it's funny because it's so clear to me when others around me do this, mm-hmm. people that I care about, and I hear mm-hmm. the self-talk when it bubbles out into audible, you know, the audible range. Yep. And I think, oh, no, 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 that's not the case. You know, you're not an idiot. You're not lazy. You're not whatever. And, but I think, gosh, how tragic is, is it that they're saying that to themselves? And then I think, oh, well, that's what I do, you know? Um, but it's, it's like, you know, self-compassion is so important because we'll just not, we'll never move forward unless we're able to have some compassion on ourselves over the stuff. Exactly. Exactly. It starts, self-compassion starts with how you talk to yourself, yeah. in my opinion. Uh, well, I like your opinion. I think it's correct. Good. I'm so glad. <laughs> so how do we sabotage our ADHD success with self-talk? What are the obvious ways? Calling ourselves names. We already mentioned that one. Yeah. Um, one thing you've we've talked about a little bit is shooting on ourselves. And I'm saying should. S-H-O-U-L-D. Yeah. yeah. Shooting on ourselves. Yeah. And yes, there is a pun rolled in there. Um, perfectionism. Never being good enough. Comparing ourselves to others. Ugh. Oh my gosh. And and these these are to me are the four biggies. Did I leave anything out, David? How in ways we are we use self-talk to sabotage our you, you've clearly thought this through more than I did. Like I'm realizing, oh yeah, that actually is part of like perfectionism. I wouldn't have thought about as part of self-talk, but it totally is. So no, I think you've covered, I'm not coming up with anything to add to this. Okay. Okay. So those to me are the four biggies that lead, that lead to it, um, lead to the sabotage and the self-talk. Yeah. I guess maybe if we could add one thing, it might be. We can it might be this i can't and i and uh. i and i think that has to do there are times when like you've talked about this right where we rec- we have to recognize you know, today is a day where i'm not going to be able to do that thing whatever it is but sometimes we jump to the i just can't and and it's not really true but we talk ourselves into believing that we can't yeah whatever and I think the thing I've is yeah mention here I haven't I will now is we need to be able to discern the difference between I can't and Mm -hmm. I don't want to and I don't want to yeah or I won't because (laughs) or I won't yeah either way it's willful right I don't want to yeah and 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 you need to know what a real can't feels like and and what it is and it may not be a long-term can't it may be I just can't do that right now right yeah give me an hour let me go for a walk or give me a day get a meal Yeah. yeah something like that right yeah so the the I can't, yeah, I think that's that's true also because then that leads to the spiral. It does, yeah, and then it triggers these others, right? I can't, mm-hmm. so I'm not good enough. I I can't, so I'm an idiot, or I'm lazy, or I can't, and therefore, you know, I'm going to compare myself to someone. Right. So what do we do about it? Okay. You gotta watch your language. Just. <laughs> You can tell I'm a mother, can't you? Yeah. <laughs> Watch your language. <laughs> and this is not this idea of woo-woo, everything's perfect, and if I say everything's perfect, it is perfect, and I don't have to pay attention. I mean, this is not what we're talking about. Right. We're dealing right? with reality here, not... <laughs> we're dealing with, yeah. the, rea- with yeah. the reality here. So it's not I'm perfect and everything's great. 
it's learning to build the ability to tackle these challenges which is with the same benefit of doubt you'd give a close friend. Yeah. Yeah, looking at it as a solutions focused situation rather than a you're stuck in that problem and you'll always be there. <laughs> which yeah, is some, somehow somehow exactly. the self-talk does that to ourselves. Like there's no uh, yes. we're, 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 when we're in that self-talk negative spiral, there's no way out of it. There's no there's no solution in sight, right? So this but we would not do that to someone. You know, you wouldn't, you wouldn't, you wouldn't say, oh yeah, you're right. You're completely screwed and you'll always be screwed. And I'm sorry about it. Oh, you're an idiot. Just why don't you go jump off the deck? You know, it (laughs) wouldn't do that. No. And it's, I think it's a, it's, it's a little bit like identifying yourself with the issue and Mm. saying that is who I am rather than saying that's what I did. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So first thing we need to do. Watch our language. Notice when you're calling yourself names. I am an idiot. I'm a moron. You know, I. Whatever. Sure. And changing the way that we talk to ourselves, shifting into problem solving mode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and not viewing this as a forever or permanent situation. This is this is we can fix this. We can get better. We can improve. Yeah. Yeah. So we shift it so I'm from I'm, I'm so stupid to I made a mistake. Yes. How can, I, how can I correct it? What do I need to do? Because we are going to make mistakes. Oh, my gosh, this is ADHD. You know, right. mistakes are going to happen. Yeah. Because yeah. we forgot something, because we neglected something, because we chose to ignore something. Mistakes are inevitable. Yeah. Oh, you know, I'm a failure. Or I never do anything right. What could you do with that? Well, that becomes, uh, no, I, I've done a lot of right things, you know, even today, right? I am actually not a failure. I may have failed or I may have, again, become, you know, I, I, I made this mistake, but I am not permanently going to continue to always fail. That's not even real. That's not reality at all. It's irrational to think that. So it just becomes, I'm someone who is improving, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Or, yeah, or I've done a lot of things right, and, yeah, I screwed that one up. But I've done a lot of things right. Right. Okay, how do we problem solve? Yeah. The one I hear a lot, um, especially with inattentive ADHD, because we do look lazy. We can, sure. Mm -hmm. We spend a lot of time thinking and not acting and are, you know, sitting there and our brain's going a million miles a minute. Um, So that I'm so lazy thought. And uh, that becomes, you know, really? If I'm such a lazy person, how come I've gotten all this stuff done today? How come I've gone for hours without sitting down, you know, or whatever it might be? Yeah. For I've I've met lazy people and they're not as busy as I am. <laughs> right. I love that. I love that. Yeah. I yeah. I know some very lazy people and they're not nearly as busy as I am. Exactly. Now we may not be doing the right things. We may right. be busy doing okay. the wrong stuff, but it's not. You know, lazy is sitting there. You know, not doing a darn thing. Yeah, holding a couch down. <laughs> holding know. the couch down. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No, we're not doing that. I'm not doing that. I, yeah. yeah. And some of these messages come from childhood. The lazy one in particular. I mean, that was the one my mom, mommy, I love you dearly, dearly, and you didn't know better. That was the one that I was always told. 
Yeah. I I just got I just got the you don't ever finish anything, you know, yeah. message, which was yeah. some version of the same thing. It wasn't it was a different character flaw. It wasn't it wasn't you're lazy, but it was something. I don't know what. <laughs> yeah. And it, yeah, and it was I you're 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 so lazy and part of it was I didn't I looked lazy because I didn't know what was going on and I didn't know how to do the stuff that I needed to do. Right. I just knew that it was basically impossible and I needed to just ignore it all. Hope it right. Away. Yeah. Yeah. One, one does not simply do the things. Right. <laughs> right? Yeah. That's not, that's not what we do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And finally, once I, even when I was, I was, it was within the last 10 years, I told my mom, I said, you know, mom, you used to tell me I was really lazy and I'm really curious there. I get a lot of stuff done and you know, what was that about? You wow. know, I don't remember what she said, but I, I pushed back and it felt good. really good. Oh, good for it felt you. really good to push back. Oh, that's nice. That's and nice. my mother is wonderful and she was wonderful. She's always been a source of support. However, that was, you know, calling me names and I took same. it on to myself. Yeah, yeah, same with my mom. I Sweetest person you'll ever meet. Would not have intended to communicate a negative thing in the world, but... I, I think she was just perplexed. Why do you start things and never finish them? You know exactly. And, but the message I took from it was not the nice message. Right. Me right. too. Exactly. Okay. So then, what else do we do? We should on ourselves. We talked about that um, a little bit. So shoulds are often things that we think we ought to do. They may not necessarily be right for us. We should be able to focus like everyone else. We should be able to, you know, mail birthday cards on time. We should be able to finish this project. We should be able to, should be able, should be able. And usually that's cultural. Sure. Um, or just this expectation that we ought to be able to do other stuff that other people can or they expect us to do. Yeah. And, and that's, that word itself is just a, it's such a, I'm glad that we model that on this podcast, actually, you know, you most, mostly it's you catching me saying the word should, but, (laughs) but you know what I mean? Like we model that because it's, it's like when you hear that word, a lot of times behind that is something that's not really nice to yourself. Yeah. Right. It, and it's not, it's not realistic. It's not setting yourself up to succeed. Homework I often give clients is watch the shoulds to go for week, two weeks until we talk again. And I want you to notice the shoulds and notice what's behind it. Exactly. And start to shift it. And is it rational for you to think that you should actually do whatever that is? Right. Because a lot of times it's just not rational. Yeah. Yeah. The perfectionism, you know, that's another one is that you're just never good enough. I've experienced, and I'm, can be perfectionist in certain ways, but not, it's not, I, I tend to veer towards being more sloppy than perfectionist. Um, anyway, but I've know the perfectionists that I love and work with, and they say mean things to themselves. It's true. It's very true. Yeah. And it's, there's an underlying message behind that, that it's just whatever it is, it's just not good enough. And that, that underlying message is I'm just not good enough and I will never be good enough. And so we have to be able to recognize it and 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 let it go because it's again not rational. Like even earlier when you were talking about like you were you were giving the example that um, I I'm I never do anything right. Well, no, I've done a lot of right things, and you were starting to do this calculus of well, maybe I did more things right than I did wrong today or whatever. And I'm thinking to myself, well, that's not good enough. Like you can't you can't just have 
you know weigh them on scales and the, the the right ones weigh more than the than the wrong ones and so therefore you're okay like i like to me that's like no i can't do that i have to have no wrong things <laughs> the, oh david the wrong I scale has to be empty right exactly oh, right yeah. david you're a big awesome <laughs> magnificent david oh gosh and see how stupid it sounds when i <laughs> when you would you laugh at me for like you know bowing down to my perfectionism like as if it were even possible but like of course that's irrational it's it's ridiculous but that's the that was literally going through my mind as you were doing that I'm like, oh man, we can't like weigh them. Like, no, that one has to be empty. We've only got to have one container and it's got the right things in it. And uh, and, and everything has to be perfect. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's what that's like in my brain. So wow. Right. That um um helping you deal with that is is above my pay grade, David. Well, thanks. I'll talk to my therapist, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I think so. No, but I but what I want, my my pay grade, is helping you become more aware of it totally. and realize. Yeah, and you've done that. Yeah, like, because... even through this, if you didn't even realize you were doing it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Yikes. So, perfectionism is a sign. It's not a solution. And I want you to start, and David, you and everybody else, what language do you use when you're being a perfectionist? Yeah. If you're doing a task, if you're doing a something, if and where are you a perfectionist? Are you a perfectionist about everything, or are there certain areas where you try and be a perfectionist? For, yeah, for me, it's super obvious. I'm a perfectionist for anything that I'm behind schedule on. Okay. Which which means it's an awful lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if so I'm, then if I'm that, in bad shape, right? Yeah, then that mat, that backs into the all right. So why are you behind schedule? Are you overcommitting? Are you do not do you not have the personal systems, the structures, the support, the whatever the pieces that play into it? Yeah. Oh, and David, and you just froze. Oh well, I'm still here. Can you hear me? Oh, there you are. You're yeah. there. Okay, so, I think. So yeah, yeah, I feel like for me, some of this is um is is you know how people talk about imposter syndrome. Someday mm -hmm. they're all going to realize that I just, I, w I wasn't this good for me. It's like, it's not imposter syndrome. I know that I'm not as good as everyone thinks. And therefore I have to maintain the charade all the time. Like I just have mm -hmm. to over deliver everywhere because I can't afford for anyone to figure out that I really am not as good as they think I am. Yeah. Yeah. And that is a, I'm aware of it. So awareness is like step one, right? I'm aware. Uh, but it's, that's a, that's a daunting thing to kind of recognize. Um, mm -hmm. And, and so, wow, that's just deep seated psychological stuff. That's it all, is all I'm going to say about that at this point. <laughs> it is. And, and I've got some thoughts about that after when we get offline, cause they're okay. kind of a little personal, but um, oh. yeah. Yeah. So that the perfectionism and the the, the imposter syndrome that leads right into the next one is comparing ourselves exactly you know yeah. and it, being in business for yourself i mean that there's nothing more to fuel imposter syndrome imposter syndrome than being self-employed you know i have i struggle with this interesting every i think I, I think unless you're absolutely delusional you deal with this yeah. Yeah. There's always somebody making more money doing the thing you're doing, but they're better at it or they're more visible or 
I recently ran across a person that I've known for years, 15 plus years, and he, 15 years ago, had a very similar looking business to mine. One, one part-time employee back then. And today he's running a very successful, I mean, I, I don't even know how much revenue they're doing, but he's employing a stable, a large stable of people. And they're just profitable and doing well and executing well and all this sort of stuff. And I've thought, my gosh, if I only were neurotypical like him, where would I be today? Because we had a similar starting point at whatever time that I'm rewinding history to. You know what I mean? We were around the same area yeah. um, in, of success. And I've thought, oh, man, you know, if only I if only I didn't struggle like I have struggled. I could be there and then I wouldn't be in all of these other terrible situations that I'm in, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, and that is a different conversation because that's the regret yeah. that I know with ADHD, we just have regret and managed ADHD. We have regret. We just do. It's I mean, true. there's, and, and looking at that, we can all just, man, you know, I would have liked to add, Another kid. I knew I couldn't deal with it. So oh, I man. didn't. You're right. You know, that kind of, that's one of my huge regrets. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would have liked to have had another child. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but that's, that's to me. So the comparing ourselves to others leads to the regret. Um, And it also, it leads to this unrealistic idea of success because we've got to just base it on the reality you know what's real right yeah and it also leads to this sort of i'm just broken and i'll never mm. you know there's a despair that comes along with that and it and it completely ignores all the value that we have to offer that that someone who like i'm thinking about this 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 person let's, let's call him jim that's not his name but jim doesn't have some of these other things that i have to offer and right. at whatever point that I can get to the place where I'm managing all those downsides more effectively and I'm able to really highlight those areas where I have the things to offer, wow, what, what I'll be able to do will just be different. It's, it's not quantitatively better, qualitatively better or worse. It's different and it's unique. And that's, that all gets ignored when we allow the comparison thing to step in and, you know. Yeah, exactly. And so I want people to start noticing the situations the things that lead them to comparing themselves to others um the social media is huge facebook i like you i'm rarely on it except for a couple of times a week for the business boom yep. and i have other people do social media because i know i get on there and i look at this and i think oh god my life is just crap yeah. um and it's not nope it's not you know and um, notice one of the things in business that, uh, I've had coaches tell me to do is watch the competition and see what they're doing in their marketing and their da, 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 da. And I do that. And I just crumble because right. I can't do, mm -mm. I can't do it. Nope. I can't produce the, you know, five videos a week and I can't have Instagram feeds every four times a day saying how wonderful I am. I Am not, I don't have the mental and emotional bandwidth to do that. I just right. don't. It's also not your character to self-promote in that way. You're just not yeah. egotistical enough. Maybe, yeah. I mean, 
maybe I'm assuming too much, but that that's that's how I perceive you. You're just not inclined to talk about yourself that much, or maybe your self talk is better than I think it is. I don't know. <laughs> no, it's no, I'm you, not. I, I know, I'm, I'm just not. You're and kind I, to yourself, though. Yeah. Well, I also my goal is to help people, not to promote myself. And exactly. yeah, there's a little bit of self promotion you got to do in it, but um, one of my values is to be authentic. Yeah, and to be natural, and that's you know. That's so that's I don't think that you can wander through life posting about how fabulous your life is on social media and be authentic because nobody's life is like that. It's true. It's true. Yeah. You're, yeah. We're, we're seeing their highlight reel and we compare it to our day to day. Right. Right. And especially if you're comparing yourself to non ADHD people and I guess men do this as well, but I think with women, it's more pervasive um, because we're society tells us we're supposed to look a certain way, we're supposed to act a certain way, we're supposed to have you know children like this, we're supposed to run our households like this, we're supposed to ba 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 ba. And I see other, I mean, you can just watch the non ADD people in your world and and think, oh my God, how did they do that? Wow. Yeah. How can they do that? And that has to come, switch that comparison to, okay, how can I do something that's realistic for me that may be equivalent? Or what do I just need to let go of? Right. Right. This is where I, and you, you know, you talk about the gender difference possibly, and, and, and I think there is, you know, to some degree. Okay. I just looked at the clock. Oh, we got to wrap this up. Well, <laughs> like like um, five minutes ago oh well good well this is good stuff dana thank you really really good stuff and maybe maybe there will be more self-talk another time but listener we'd love to hear from you talk, tell us about your self-talk good and bad you can find this episode online kick some slash zero four nine because it's episode 49 and dana you're the best i love you and i will see you next week thank you David, and thanks, everybody. And sorry for the end cut, but we have a hard stop here. We're about to be late for appointments. But we're not going to be because we stopped. So, yeah. Yeah, and we're so smart. We noticed the time. Yes, that's right. All right. All right, everybody. Have a great week. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Kick Some ADHD with Dana Rayburn and David Johnson. Did you find this helpful? Please share it with everyone you know who, squirrel, uh, um, has ADHD or might and leave a rating and a review in your podcast app. It helps other people find us. For more help with ADHD, including information on Dana's ADHD Success Club and episodes of Kick Some ADHD you've missed, go to kicksomeadhd.com.